I'm Bob Sullivan, the new host of AARP's The Perfect Scam Podcast. And with Frank Abagnale and other top fraud experts, we're bringing you brand new episodes of America's most shocking scam stories. I got an email alerting me to 22 accounts that had been opened up in my name. Scam was masterfully designed. New episodes available now. Subscribe to The Perfect Scam Podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Donato's just didn't add bacon to their pizzas. They added bacon to their bacon. Canadian bacon and hardwood smoked bacon. Or Canadian bacon and Chipotle seasoned bacon. Get $2 off a large bacon duo or any large pizza. Use promo code 2. Donato's. Every piece is important. Yo, 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 what it do? It's the Reasonable Wrestling crew. Welcome to Reasonable Wrestling. This is the real, the raw, the uncut, unfiltered, unedited, underground of professional wrestling podcasting. <laughs> I was close. Almost got it. Almost. Almost got almost, it. Almost. I am your boy Chitty Bang, and I'm here with my co-host, my tag team partner, The Most High. What's going on, everybody? Chris. You feel me? It is I... The most high, and we are here on a Wednesday night. Uh huh. Um, it feels like we haven't recorded on a Wednesday in a while. Yeah, we've had a couple uh, we stretches. Had a couple stretches where of delays. We, yeah, but, but we're uh, back. Back to regular schedule programming. Uh-huh. Episode forty four, and uh, yeah, man, we're here. We're um, here. If you're hearing us, then you know we're on wherever podcast is being podcasted. So that's uh-huh. one of the big four: iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, um, Spotify, Spotify. We're check on, us out. Also on SoundCloud. Yeah, on SoundCloud. Uh, check us out on social media. Uh, we have our women's tournament currently um, going on. It's a round two. Uh, please vote. Twitter, Instagram, RW Podcast One on Twitter. Our Instagram is Real Wrestling Podcast. And you know, if you want to check out our Facebook and like us on there, it's Reason Wrestling Podcast on there too. Word. Yeah. Um, so some of the matchups that we have for our second tournament, uh, I mean our second round of the tournament. So our tournament And is remember, it's the best sports the, entertainer. The best women's, women's sports. the best women's wrestler. The best women's sports entertainer, right? Yes. The best Women's sports entertainer mm-hmm. in the sports entertainment era. And we're down to the sweet sixteen. And we're down to the sweet sixteen. So in this matchup, we got uh, we got Sue Young versus Natalia. Sue Young actually uh, was a was she, upset. Yeah, upset. She upset Nikki Bella. Yeah, I mean in the first round, Nikki so. was a five seater. Uh huh. And um, you know, so shout out to Sue Young. Shout who, out to Sue Young. You know. So she's right now actually beating Natalia in the early leadings right now. So on Twitter. I think on, on Instagram she's losing to Natalia. Okay. So and if you guys don't understand, we, we, we aggregate and we, we culminate them. We add them up at the end of the week on Friday and we tell you guys on Saturday who won. And we post it um, on Monday on during Raw. Yeah. So uh, definitely stay tuned. It's going to be interesting to see who comes out of this. But... Yeah, go on with Twitter. Um, next, 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 next matchup on Twitter we got right now is AJ Lee versus Mickey James, and I'm not sure how that's doing right now on Instagram, but 
it's 50-50 right now on on Twitter right now. So 50-50. Um, if you guys want to break that tie, make sure you go on Reasonable Wrestling. I mean, uh, yeah, uh, Reasonable Wrestling Instagram. And if you want to break this tie on Twitter, we're RW Podcast One. So it yeah. looks like the. Um, it looks like that AJ's winning on AJ's uh, winning on, on Instagram, Instagram by sixty nine percent, thirty one percent. All right, uh, another matchup we got is Oscar versus Becky Lynch. Now Becky's hot right now, so uh, Becky's in the lead on Twitter. I'm not sure how she's doing on Instagram. She's she's in the lead slightly, fifty nine to forty one percent. Becky's in the lead. All right, another matchup we have we got Paige against Molly Holly. And she's wiping she's Molly wiping on the Mo- floor on both, Molly. on both social networks. So <laughs> Sorry, if Molly. you're a Molly fan, you better go check her out. Um, next, we got Trish and Bailey. They're 50-50 on Twitter, and Trish is winning on Instagram. Mm-hmm. So if you want to change the outcome on that, let us know. Uh, we have Lita and Alexa Bliss also on Twitter in our matchup. Um, right now, we have Lita winning. Uh, on both social sites, so if you want to see Little Miss Bliss uh, prevail, then uh, go you, you got to go vote. Our next two matchups um, were, I think, uh, uh, capsulates what a sports entertainment entertainer is in these last four women. Uh, we got Charlotte versus Sable. Uh, D, uh, Sable was the first diva of mm-hmm. WWF. Charlotte was the last Divas champion of WWE, so mm-hmm. a little parallel there. Charlotte's winning, on, Charlotte's winning right now on both social sites, actually by the same percentage. So uh, if you got some 75. love for Sable, go ahead and go ahead and, and vote for her. Um, and in our next matchup, our, our number one seed, uh, China, is against Sasha Banks. And right now, um, Sasha is winning on Instagram. But it is 50-50 right now on Twitter. So, again, we got uh, our tournament is to determine uh, the best sports. Women's uh, sports entertainer. Women's sports entertainer. entertainer. Uh, We are doing this during uh, March Madness, which is March. But March is also Women's History Month. So, we are doing our inaugural First annual, or it can't be a, a first annual if it's the first one. So it's our inaugural, our inaugural, our one, inaugural yeah. uh, reasonable wrestling tournament where we will highlight our women every March. Um, yeah, so, you know, I'm looking I, forward to it. Yeah. I, I have a feeling people are gonna really vote Becky a lot because she's swiping. I mean, because she's hot right now, so yeah, of course she, everybody has a little prisoner of the moment bias. Uh-huh. Um, so right now, speaking of prisoner of the moment bias, I think we have a lot of that in the show coming up. Um, we watched uh, Raw and we watched SmackDown and we watched NXT. Um, great. No, I'm not. Okay, listen, listen. Not okay, let's not let's it not sugarcoat it this yeah, week. No, it was because honestly, I'm going to tell you. Like, I think that I've lost some of my teeth. And on this podcast throughout the, throughout the couple of weeks we've been on here, I came on this podcast. I used to rail on WWE like every single week, but I'm trying to look at it from the bright side most of the time. And I'm getting to the point where I just can't, you know. But let's not start off on a bad note this week. Let's let's start off on a good note. Let's talk about let's go back to the the high spots and let's talk about one bright high spot. And in my opinion, Kobe Kingston has been booked great. In my opinion, his storyline has been the best written thing leading into WrestleMania out of any program we've seen. Um, I like him having to overcome the odds. I like him having to struggle and 
fight tooth and nail. Uh, I like the parallels between him being a B-plus player and Daniel Bryan being the one holding the championship when they used to call him a B-plus player. And it's almost like Daniel Bryan sees himself in Kobe Kingston and hates him for it. Um, and he, So with the way they did on SmackDown, uh, Daniel Bryan came up for a promo before the gauntlet. And he pretty much railed against Kofi, saying that he didn't deserve it, saying that he didn't deserve a spot. He was hand-chosen and got the spot instead of Mustafa Ali, uh, and that he doesn't, you know, pretty much he doesn't deserve the, the the spot he's in. So Kofi comes out. He has the gauntlet match. Great. Phenomenal. I think he was in there for well over an hour. I'm not sure exactly how long it was. But uh, Kofi had to go through Sheamus, Cesaro. He had to go through Rowan who actually beat him down and caused the disqualification. Then he had to go through Samoa Joe and Randy Orton. Now, what I like about the booking for this is that there's no way Kobe Kingston should beat these guys succinctly. You know? But what they did is save these guys with roll-ups, and I don't like roll-up finishes a lot, but in this particular moment, it came out of desperation. I think Kobe's selling was great. He was supremely exhausted. I liked how... uh, the guys were just beating the crap out of him, you know, and, and he had to just find a way out of it. At first, he beat Sheamus clean with a trouble in paradise. He rolled up Cesaro, and then he rolled up. No, then he got DQ'd with Rowan. Rowan to hit him with the chair and beat him down outside the ring, got DQ'd. And then he rolled up Samoa Joe. Now, here's what I'm going to say. I don't think Samoa Joe should not should have been in this long. I think that spot should have been given to Shinsuke or Rusev, and here's why. Samoa Joe is champion. He's a United States champion. I don't want to see him get rolled up over and over again. He's done, he's gotten rolled up pinfalls since, like all last year into this year. We've seen this happen with Samoa Joe plenty of time because you don't want to see this big guy lose cleanly. And we've seen this happen with him, and he just gets mad. So he choked out Kobe Kingston after the match, and then you have Randy Orton come out. Um, And also, I think that the roll-up should have been like the Bret Hart finish where he has him in a cocaine clutch and he flips him over. It would have been a little bit more um, creative for me because all Kofi did was roll up these guys' regular roll-ups. So Randy Orton comes out. They have their own match. Randy Orton, you know, has him outside the ring. He calls him stupid. That's kind of like a throwback to when they had their angle back when, and he called him stupid um, after some uh, spot they did or he maybe missed or something like that. I thought that was interesting. And he rolls up Randy Orton, surprisingly, gets him. So he, we, we get this huge jubilant moment with New Day coming out and celebrating. And not to mention, backstage they're celebrating, which I also thought was pretty cool. Backstage throughout the match, you saw New Day watching them from the back. And then they'll cut back to, to, back to them, and then you see New Day and the Usos, who New Day has huge you know rivalry with in the past. They have connection yeah. with them watching in the back. And then they cut back again, and there's more people like Ricochet. And you have you know uh, Otis Dojovich and Tucker... Night, yeah, you know, <laughs> Otis and Tucker, man. Otis and Tucker, Tucky, you know, uh, watching with them and all these other guys, all these other faces cheering on Kofi. And just every time they cut back, there's more and more people. And I thought that was really cool. My, that might be my best produced thing is that they cut back and seeing more people getting more excited about Kofi. And it kind of parallels, Yay! it kind of parallels the fans' reaction. I was kind of bland on how they like it was forced in with everybody. You know what I, I mean, mean like, it's like you're in the back, you know, you're, you're, you well, see I mean, going on, they tune in, and then they come back, they cut back, and you see more people. Not so like, much with that, I'm just saying the whole show. Okay, what? Like how, like, and if, was, I'm, if I'm being honest, like the Miz, you know, and by the way, all right, we'll get to that. Kofi, yeah. <laughs> okay, we'll get to and that. And AJ, 
Shout out my good friend, <laughs> Kofi Kingston. <laughs> You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I mean, it, it was so I, we'll, disingenuous. It was so like I, we'll, we'll get more into that because I think with the Miz, it was a cheap pop. With AJ Styles, I think it was also a cheap pop. But this backstage thing with the fan, with the, with, the, with showing that his uh, compadres, his what do you call them, his peers are supporting him too. I think is showing that it's like a parallel of fans. Like we're all behind this guy. We want to see him win. So I thought it was a good image. I think it was a good. Production from the production standpoint, I thought it was cool. But after you know he rolls up Randy Orton, they comes out like in a flash. They're like in the ring out of nowhere, and they're sharing with Trophy. They're, they're they're happy. Vince comes out. He's like, "You're going to WrestleMania. If you defeat this guy, and Daniel Bryan comes out, and now once Daniel Bryan comes out, we I I know Kobe can't win this right now. He cannot pin Daniel Bryan." In the way to WrestleMania, and then win at WrestleMania. So, what I liked about this is that it showed the prowess of Daniel Bryan and how he strategically, as a champion, takes down an opponent. Kofi had not only because Kofi's tired and whatnot. Kofi went through all these big guys, got got through them, rolled them up, survived somehow. Daniel Bryan's a different beast. Daniel Bryan comes out tactically, takes him down. Uh, he's he's kicking the hell out of him. Finally finishes him off with the with the running knee, holds the title high. It's the end of the show, and we're all depressed. After that, I'm like, Kofi's winning at WrestleMania. Now, that's how I feel as watching that show. I'm like, all right, thank you, because I'm I know at this point. But then again, they had Triple H call Booker T nappy headed and talk about him, you know, just dancing around and to entertain people, and then he lost at WrestleMania. So if they do this again. I'm going to be really pissed off where they play into some, you know, racial shit and they haven't got to lose at WrestleMania. I'm going to be really hurt because if they if they finally crown Kofi Kings at WrestleMania, I will forgive them about the Booker T shit. Finally, we have a black WWE champion and we can ride into the sunset and see where Kofi can take the championship. But I think the way they're playing this, this is that they're getting us all pissed off. On Twitter, people went off. And then the New Day on Twitter are also playing into it with their own videos saying, hey, maybe we should just quit. Kobe's saying, like, you know, I don't think that we should do that because they win. You know, Dan Bryan wins, Vince Mins, they, they all win. I think this is a great storytelling. So when the hero actually, you know, triumphs, it means something. He went through something. He struggled. He got somewhere, you know, and, and we're going to connect with that. So I think going into WrestleMania, this is probably the only thing that I, that's the, first of all, it's the number one thing I want to see, but it's the only thing that actually has any really good building or, or really good storytelling. Um, I'm not going to like agree with how the story's being told as being good. Um, I do credit WWE for stumbling into something, uh, and rolling with it and, and rolling with it. Um, Kofi wasn't supposed to make it this far, but when they uh, selected uh, somebody to replace uh, the injured uh, Mustafa Ali in the original Elimination Chamber match, um, it, it 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 sparked something. It, mm-hmm. it aroused something in the fans. Like, oh, Kofi's never been in a. WWE Championship match. I think it was the gauntlet, though. It was I mean, like his performance in that gauntlet would set the stage for this push. 
I mean, but even with that, like, I would, <clears throat> I mean, I, I, it's a hit and miss. So, like, I'm not going to completely, sh- I'm not going to, because I don't want to prolong the show, because I don't think this necessarily contends for us to be contentious in, mm-hmm. our, in our reality of it, because from a film and a production standpoint, this does what it necessarily needs to do to go. draw emotion. You know what I mean? So, like, realistically speaking, I, I they have illicit emotion within me. But me being as reasonable and as sensical as I can be, like, or cynical as I can be with the situation, like, I have to imagine the worst case scenario (laughs) for me to get excited about if they do me right. Uh You know what I mean? Like, so, granted, like, there are some insiders that may know that Kofi's going to be crowned or... They have an idea that WWE all along kind of was going to go with this wave once Mustafa came back. But that was a quick turnaround. We can't count on the WWE to always make the correct decisions. You know what I mean? Like, uh, realistically speaking, Asuka lost some mystique. With Don't get me started on Asuka. You know what I mean? Or, Shin, you know, uh, waiting too long to pull the trigger on Shinsuke. Or losing steam on Braun Strowman. Like, WWE doesn't always pull a trigger on when it's a necessity for them to. The Johnny Gargano and Ciampa thing went on a tad bit too long. To now you can't even have the payoff to what has been taking up your entire 18-month programming. So... Being too But it's long term storytelling I mean, I mean, that we all appreciated on NXT. I mean, we're saying that now after the injury, but we weren't saying that before. Before we were saying, oh, they can have a one on one match. Mean, it probably be great. Long, I mean, CT, sometimes long, too long, it's long term, it's too long. Some, it's I, a, it's no, a, I'm with you. I think that they, this extra match that they were going to have is a little bit too long, but, but I'm but, not mad but at my, it. My point is pulling the trigger. You're like, once, the, once, once Johnny won one. And Chopper won another. If Chopper won the last one, that's the end of the story. <laughs> Am I wrong on this? Like, so now, and if Johnny was supposed to have this triumphant moment, that should have already have happened to where now you can't have missed your opportunity. So what I'm talking about with WWE is by them going along. Want to know the best way to give a last-minute gift without stressing about shipping, wrapping, or getting just the right thing? Gift a tree. With one tree planted, you can give a donation to plant one, ten, or hundreds of trees on behalf of someone you love. This is a seriously sustainable gift that will last a lifetime. And the best part? You'll get one free tree and an awesome e-card to send as a gift. Visit OneTreePlanted.org and enter code HOLIDAYS at checkout for your free tree. Then sit back and relax. We'll do all the planting. What's what's happening with Kofi Kingston and them recognizing the superstar that can't? My thing is, has Kofi carried the mantle? Has Co- that's the thing right here? Has has Kofi? Now, granted, you just don't see some, Kofi in the spot. You I, I, don't see Kofi. I, in I the mean, spot. and I'm I. That's my nigga. Right? <laughs> is it? I can, <laughs> I can say it. I can say it. That's my nigga. I fuck with Kofi Kingston. But when it comes to, like, okay, when you say they gave it to Dolph Ziggler, yes, they gave it to Dolph Ziggler. That's not the same thing as this. It's not the same thing as this. 
when they gave it to Daniel Bryan, they ran with that storyline. It's not the same thing as this. Granted, if we're putting up Kofi Kingston's 10-year decade... Plus um, one. You know, plus one. If we're going to do the 11... Like, let's take the 11 years of Brian Danielson. So when he gets to be in that position, you kind of like... Um, can you break that down for me a little bit? What do you mean? What are you talking okay, about? Okay, so, so I mean, so can, can I mean, so when you're like the AJ Styles, the like like the AJ Styles run, okay. or the Daniel Bryan or the Brian Danielson run, or if they would have liked to told the story with Samoa Joe, you want you want to see him build it. Yes, That's what you want to see. Yes, okay. By, this is kind of like a hot shot lightning in the bottle moment that it, you exactly would see stretched out. So no, no, even if the even if the lightning in the bottle is hitting, I just would have liked the direction to be. It's, it's a little bit all over the place. You know what I mean? If Kofi could have came out like, yo, I got the opportunity. We never get these type of opportunities. I'm seizing it. You know, can't nobody take this away from me type thing. And then Vince is like, ah. And he dangles the carrot in front of him that way. Then I'll, mm-hmm. I, I can I can seek my teeth more into it. I feel you. Know you. I, mean? I think like, that the Vince... And I don't want to be too cynical. No, and I feel you. I think it's nitpicking a little bit. But, yes. but I do think... I hear where you're coming from. Vince being this uh, antagonist that just, for no reason, is just making more hoops for him to jump through and making, you know, it, it's, it seems kind of contrived, you know? Whereas, where because since the Elimination Chamber, like, he showed me, at least Kofi, that he can be in a main event pos- position. Like, that, that one match with Daniel Bryan at the end of the Chamber showed me that, hey, I would love to see more Kofi Kingston matches in a main event. But that uh, this Vince coming out and just putting more hoops for Kofi to jump through is the story that they're telling. So I get it. But if it were like, all right, he put some hoops and then they they pivoted to some other way of telling the story because it seems like every week they're doing the same thing, which is what I'm saying about WrestleMania as a whole. It seems like every week on Raw and SmackDown, they're just doing the same shit. It's the same shit, bro. Every single week. So like. I know we started off hot where you say Kofi Kingston was your best written and mm-hmm. you love how that story is being told. And I, I can kind of agree with you. And I, as a, as Biggie had a thing on Instagram, uh, on Twitter, and you know, he was just like, you know, we can't break through this glass ceiling. You know, yeah, like yeah. Playing, a, playing, a, playing, a, playing to what we're talking about because without saying without saying it because there are some tropes in what the story is telling which I keep saying people like us people like us which I can understand yeah. I love that story mm-hmm. if Kofi comes out and be like yo an opportunity fell into my lap that usually people like us don't get if the story was people like us I would love it if the narrative was people like us. It kind of is, but they're not going to hammer it home. I, 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 they're not beating you over, they, they over the head are, with it. But they are. In, in so the retrospect, they are, but they're doing it not good. That's what I'm so saying. they're doing it half-assed. Yes, and thank you, Arizona, for this wonderful green tea with ginseng and honey. Mm-hmm. Keeps me hydrated throughout the show. Um, yes, I, I... Okay. Okay. Kofi... Doesn't get the match at Fastlane, or right? He 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 wins that elimination chamber. That was quote unquote his championship opportunity. He lost all. He lost. That's yeah. what I'm saying. He yeah. lost that elimination chamber. That was quote unquote. Yeah. Because it was for the title. Mm-hmm. Now, if you know what I mean, Kofi was like, "Yo, that 
you know, people like us really don't get these type of opportunities. Come back, let me get another shot. And Vince is like, but you had your shot. I'm like, man, but how many other people have gotten multiple opportunities? Like, come on, Vince. Like, mm-hmm. give me my one-on-one shot. You saw what I can do out there. Like, give me my opportunity. And Vince is like, well, you know, to be honest, I don't really see you as my main event at WrestleMania. But that's pretty much what they're doing. Vince and him have had that last week on SmackDown. But it, it's convoluted. How so? Well, I mean, it, I get I get it when you're saying it's like indirect. But the way that is indirect, it's like on your GPS, right? When you're taking, you're like, yo, they taking me all the fucking way out here just to get to here, where you can just go this way, like you that. Want di- yeah, you want direct, you want because direct shot. because but, and the reason why I wanted direct CT is because it's so short in time. Because now we got we got two weeks until SmackDown, right? Now, Kobe, and I could I could have I could have went with a little bit more Kofi angst and frustration. Over time, like, hey, Vince, like, I'm done with I'm this good, shit. Like, exactly. I, I want this now. Like, now I, you're going to jam pack that in in two weeks? Because now he's, bruh, as a, as a logical wrestling fan, as a reasonable wrestling fan, Kofi lost two championship opportunities. <laughs> Kofi lost at Fastlane against two people at <laughs> once. Not, not Fastlane. And then, no, I mean... Okay, so he got into the gauntlet into the match. He lost that elimination chamber. Oh, then a little chamber. Okay. That's a that's a championship so opportunity. opportunity. Yeah. That, and then he lost And then he lost the and he lost in the gauntlet. Now granted That's a get to an opportunity. Won. Now granted, he won it. He won it and then to, that's to get to the opportunity. That's exactly. not even a championship opportunity. Exactly. Yeah. So, so okay, so my bad, Kofi. Won. You 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 know what I mean? So you if if realistically speaking, like, yo, I need a I wanted I want a one on one, give mm-hmm. my just due. Now I again want to hold my horses. They got two SmackDowns. They got next week, uh-huh. and then they got the one the Go Home go Show home right show, yeah. before Mania. Um, so I am I am willing to to hold off my horses, um, and like I said, I'm willing to like really pay attention to uh-huh. how delicate they make this or how sloppy it can become because it can only be two or one or two ways. They can roll a tight little blunt. And it can be nice, or they can roll a sloppy drink with weeds falling out of it, and weeds. It's probably gonna be mouth. sloppy, and we're gonna be nitpicking. <laughs> but I'm like, if it's just enough, like it's tight enough for me, I'm like, all right, let's go. If it's just tight enough for me where I can hold it and it's not falling too, you know, it's just kind of loose, kind of like bending a little bit. But see, and I can I'm still the smoke. Joint roller Ayatollah, man, and I need my blunts to be <laughs> semi work. You feel me? Like, I need it to be. You know what I mean? Um, but nah, um, I'm no, all, but, no, but I hear you. I I'm hear all you. aboard Kofi Mania for sure. Like I am, you know, they're going to give us what we want, uh, without us knowing this is what we wanted. Again, mm-hmm. no one thought Kofi was good. You know what I mean? Like yeah. no one, when we came into WrestleMania season, was like, yep. Kofi Kofi versus Daniel Daniel Bryan. Yeah. <laughs> I never, I didn't think Kofi no, Daniel Bryan would be no. that. You know what I mean? I thought so, maybe Daniel Bryan Shinsuke, maybe Daniel Bryan, um, KO, I thought a lot of things. I didn't see that, but uh, I'm, I'm I'm for it, you know, and I'm glad we're getting because I just thought it never would happen, you know. I thought it would never happen. I thought that he's pitching hold of a new day, and that's it. And then Vince even said it like you're gonna get into Hall of Fame as new, like what's New Day, which we said on our character spotlight. So, Yo, so I, I mean, I wanna, you know go mean? back and listen to that. I literally said that on our character spotlight, but uh, I just don't see them looking at him that way, and I hope that he gets to the WrestleMania. That's all I'm praying for. Well, speaking of WrestleMania, I wish I had my segue sign. 
Yo, though this is my this has got to be the worst road to WrestleMania in some time. But it bro. feels like we say this every year. It feels like we say this every nah, year. No, 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 because okay. By the time we got here, we knew it was Shinsuke and AJ. We didn't know what the match was going to be, but we knew it was Shinsuke and AJ. Mm-hmm. Um, we knew Daniel Bryan had came back, and he was going to be at WrestleMania. Then he put him in the tag match. Okay, but we, we knew he was going to be at WrestleMania, so mm-hmm. we were excited. Um, uh, what else was there? Um, Kurt Angle came back, and Ronda Rousey. So, like, even last year uh, uh, in Orlando, 33, was the Taker's last match, you know, against Roman Reigns. Uh, uh, the Hardy Boys came back. Well, that was a surprise um, at WrestleMania. That was a surprise at WrestleMania. The build yeah, yeah. was Roman holding the belt with Brock Lesnar. Was that last year? Or that, no, was year before, that was 31. That was 31. That was a couple of years that ago. Was 30, yeah, that was about four years ago. And I didn't want to see Roman Brock last year. I didn't want to see that last year. Okay. You know, so, like, the build to WrestleMania, it's like this, the matches for us— are not the matches we get. We get that throughout the year, maybe. They do, WrestleMania has become commercial, and that's all it is. It's just commercial propaganda for WWE to say, hey, look at our shiny toys, and let's have fun. And that's what I'm going to look at it as. So I'm going to hopefully look forward to this Kofi Dan Bryan match. Hopefully I can look forward to this Brock and Seth match. You know? Hold on. Bacon. Hello? All right. We're back. Yeah. Uh, where was I? We were talking about uh, WrestleMania. You were I talking believe. about Brock and Seth, but nobody gives a fuck about that. No, yo, Brock and Seth should be a decent match. Like, if you're looking at it as a match on paper, oh. it looks like a decent match. But once again, it's the, the, the path you're getting there. You know, Raw started with uh, Brock promo. Brock's going to be on Raw. You know, Brock didn't do a goddamn thing, yo. And and bro, I'm tired. I'm tired. Yo, what? Yo, this whole again. All right, I yo. He's a beast slayer. He was a king slayer. He was a dick slinger. Whatever the fuck. <laughs> you know what I mean? He's like, a beast slayer now. He was a king slayer before. He's a beast slayer now. And I just, mean, the story is what man. What? I, every time I, okay, they, they want to keep it like, okay, Brock has had trouble with people in the past that, with his size. That's a great point. That is not a whole point for a whole story. That can't that, be, that can't whole be the whole story. story. That has to be like a job. Now, if it's, if it's the story of I'm going to be a fighting champion, I'm going to, mm-hmm. you, know, you know. Yo, he should be calling like, Brock out every week like, yo, Brock, you're not here. Hey, Brock, where you at? We've seen because it because my thing is Seth I'm here every it. single week. I'm Mr. Monday Night Raw. Um, this is this is Monday Night Rollins. Where are you at, Brock? It should be that every it week when he's been, not there. When he is there, they should they should, they should fucking. It fight. literally been the same thing that wrote the same segment that him and Roman did though. Like so, then again, I'm tired. You're right. You know what? When you but but then what story would you tell? I mean, I don't mean to be getting to bucking right now, but like at at this point with him being a beast slayer. And Brock having really no character, but a guy who just, you know, beats people up. How can you tell a story that's any of, of worth any value other than Seth, him fighting a UFC fighter? You know, like, Seth, you're a wrestler. I'm a UFC fighter. And I'm like, how many pounds more? <laughs> you're not winning this. That's the only thing I can think of off the top of my head. 
Like, what could you even possibly tell these two guys? <laughs> you, you, oh, yeah, you can talk about how you beat down Roman and busted him open and took the belt. You're not going to do that to me. You know what I mean? But that's kind of like Barry and Roman. I mean, but my thing is, the story could be simple. It could be if they knew what they were doing with Rollins and they knew Reigns was out, they literally could have been like, is this what you feed the beast? This is all you have? And Seth Rollins? I've taken on the best. I've destroyed Roman Reigns. I've killed your King of Kings, Triple H. I've beat the undefeated streak of The Undertaker. And Seth Rollins is what you throw at my beast's feet? At WrestleMania. At WrestleMania? Mm -hmm. And that's the story. And Seth can easily defend himself and be like, oh, I'm like chopped liver, motherfucker? I'm not Mr. Monday Night Rollins. I'm not Mr. I'm here all the time. And if I didn't blow my knee out, I would have had one of the best WWE championship runs. I mean, that's all right. You know, I last mean, last year they worked us with the whole Brass going to UFC thing. You know, that was the storyline. And then he, we didn't expect Roman to win. But no, we didn't expect Roman to lose. We didn't expect Roman. I didn't expect. I mean, we didn't expect Roman to lose. You're right. Yeah, there you go. And he lost. Mm-hmm. So Seth being uh, having to, but then isn't that in, in essence? I mean, he should be kind of bearing and chinning on the roster. He, at this point. <clears throat> No, he Brock should, should be. Brock should. I'm saying, yeah. yeah at this Brock, point, Brock yeah, should be shitting on the point, roster. Yeah, like, bro, He's like, been champion for how long? Every time. And and who you, bro? Brock yeah. Strowman. How yeah. many times you gotta do this? Yeah. Samoan Joe. How many times we gotta do this? Uh-huh. John Cena, please. He don't want to see me no more. Yeah. Randy couldn't get through a match with me. Yeah. AJ, no. Dave Bryan, please. Brock's ran through the roster. Finn. Finn, out of here. Like that's the and, my, and, my, and not to boot, not to boot. Like I beat you too. Like I've beaten you in the past. Like Whoa, you know, when they've had a match with John Cena, that triple threat. Like you know, he pinned no Seth. This Seth won that. No, he didn't Yo, win Seth, that. No, 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 he didn't win that. Seth, Seth, Seth won that. Seth, Seth, Seth took the no. Seth at Royal Rumble. Nah, Brock won. Oh, and Seth took the pin. Yeah, Seth took the pin, but okay. it wasn't like a one on one match. It was a triple threat. It was a triple threat. Uh. So like, and then when they had the one on one match. At, Undertaker, uh, showed, at Undertaker up. showed up, right. so they never really had that one on one. But Brock, every like the story that Brock can tell is like, yo, anybody they put in this ring with me, man, like come yeah, on, like exactly, like it's literally like you think Ronda Rousey's a bad bitch, but how do you build that from week to week? Do you don't Seth? Seth now ha- if Seth is the guy, that's how you make yourself the man. That's how you make your money. You got to build. Remember how we said that MVP built a few with Chris Benoit? And that's how we knew that MVP had the chops? Mm-hmm. Like, that's how we got to know that Seth is the man to be able to build a WrestleMania feud with the biggest star on the roster right so now. So every is, week, what do they do with that? Do every, they just have Seth come out and just approach Brock? Seth should be facing Brock Escaponas. Brock, on his way to Brock... He should have been facing Drew McIntyre. He, he is. Should have, no, he should have been is what I'm saying. Uh-huh. Since Rumble, they should have been building this baby face to face challenges. Brock that should have been an angle. Yes, that's what that I'm saying. Yeah, that should have been you're an angle. You're saying how yeah. we... How yeah, yeah. From, you're saying how but they should have been from I'm talking about from this point when the match is set like in stone, 
between Brock and Seth, they need interaction. So, so they don't necessarily need interaction. I mean, when Brock is there, they do. I'm, that's what I'm trying to say. Like when Brock is there, they should have more interaction than Seth beating down Drew with a chair and then Brock getting out the ring. Brock shouldn't be scared of Seth with a chair. He should, and Seth to get like the upper hand. If, uh, you know, so like Brock shouldn't be running out the ring for him from anybody. Uh, again, we're, I'm, but, I'm yeah. talking long in the tooth about a program that I, I'm. These are this is one I WrestleMania the way that it's written uh, has a lot of I don't care about the, the the how we get their matches. Just let me see the matches. Brock and Seth, just let me see the match. Uh, if you're gonna give me uh, Hardy Boys and Usos, you got two weeks to sell me on it. So just give me the match. Um, if you're going to do some more Joe or Rey Mysterio, you got two weeks to add two more people in it, which I think you're going to do. So just give me the fucking fatal four way. You know what I mean? Like if you're going to give me Ricochet and Aleister Black against the revival for the tag team titles, then okay. I'm Bob Sullivan, the new host of AARP's The Perfect Scam Podcast. And with Frank Abagnale and other top fraud experts, we're bringing you brand new episodes of America's most shocking scam stories. I got an email alerting me to 22 accounts that had been opened up in my name. Scam was masterfully designed. New episodes available now. Subscribe to The Perfect Scam Podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. When you're a pro, you got to do a little bit of everything. A little. A little. And even a little. And it helps to have something that works as hard as you do. That's why Valspar has a paint for every job, every room, every time. Valspar. You make it happen, we make it possible. Pros, head to Lowe's today and talk to a pro rep about getting up to 10 free gallons of Valspar through our paint trial program. Exclusions apply. See ValsparPro.com for details. I would love to see that match, but there's mm-hmm. no story behind it. So yeah. it's a lot of just show me but, matches. But even with, the, I mean? even with the angle that they're promoting as their main event, the last thing on the card, is not being it's, – it's being built for Bro, a – Becky and Charlotte can fucking no, no. take a break. They don't need to be on TV Yo, every the- week. They don't need to be on both shows every week. I don't need to see them bitches. I think that they they need this. What this angle needs is a Charlotte moment. No. Becky has been. No, time out. Listen, here's the thing. Becky has. I'm talking about a story. Man, you are on Charlotte's clip every week, man. Charlotte's beat. I can't because we can't have beatdowns every single week. We can't have brawls and pull apart brawls every single week. We can't have Ronda whipping up security every single week and it being a storyline. I don't give a fuck about her husband. But what I'm realizing about this storyline is that they're booking it not for us. They're booking it for social media and for people like ESPN and people saying, that, oh, Ronda's now calling out WWE for being fake after a year plus of being signed to them. So when people see that, oh, my God, Ronda has you know problems with WWE and they see her talking about it, they're going to tune to WrestleMania to see what happens. That's what they're booking it for. They're not booking it for us who've watched wrestling every single week. You feel me? Now, with that, man, like, it doesn't matter. It's still told shitty, no matter how it's told. And Becky and Charlotte don't need to be on both shows every week for it to be on social media. They can be at home on social media. 
They like, and they're not doing anything. The like, they just had a pull apart bra of Sasha and Becky. I mean, Charlotte and Becky, Bruh, Them niggas fought from SummerSlam to fucking now. <laughs> so yeah. how many times are we gonna see them get pulled apart? How many times are we gonna that was lazy them? as fuck? Like the KO show was cool bringing that back, but. Them having a pull-apart brawl with the Kale show is the same thing you've been doing with them for fucking six, seven months now. Bruh. So, like... It's, a, it's tired. It's now, so it's tired. tired. And they couldn't even do it right. They can't yo. even do a, a proper pull-apart brawl right. Bruh. How many times have we seen Becky and Charlotte in a pull-apart brawl that just completely... Yo, Bruce Pritchard, shit. I thought you were there, man. Are you? Do you just produce Raw? Because the, do you miss SmackDown? That pull apart road dog, you're on SmackDown. Uh, Fit Finley, I think you're on SmackDown. That pull apart brawl was not real. It did not get me. It didn't tickle my fancy spot, and I could have done without it. It was as bad as Shane McMahon's triangle choke. It was terrible. The the, the, the the security so the was bad. bad. The Charles was bad. Book uh, Neculus, they didn't even look like they were trying to, to fight. It was yeah. just all stage. It looks, looked fake. It looked, looked phony. It looked choreographed. Look, exactly. And exactly. you can't have you can't have a pull-apart breakthrough bra that's scripted. It gotta be throwing punches and shit. It gotta be what Rhonda and her husband did yeah. on Monday. Yeah. It if you're gonna be, do it if you're again, gonna do it, 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 it again. You know what I mean. You know? So it it gotta be that real life that real life heat. You know what I mean. Mm-hmm. Like so. Um, again, Oscar's gonna be uh, facing the winner of a fatal four way between Naomi, Sonya Deville, Carmella. I think it is, and Manny Rose. Uh, I may be missing the third woman. I mean that fourth woman, but I know Naomi is Mandy Rose and uh, Sonya Deville. Yeah, Mandy Rose, Sonya Deville. Uh, Mandy Rose, Sonya Deville. Naomi, Naomi, and is it, I think it's Carmella. I think. Carmella, yeah. I think it's Carmella. So which is like, which is a, which is an atrocity because since Oscar she got the belt, deserve, Oscar deserves more. Since she got the belt, like wow, you do Oscar like that. It's like they don't even know they have in her. You know, they, I think they think that she cannot translate to an audience, but she can. I think she really has an A-factor, and they just don't showcase her at all since she had the title. It's like they just gave her the title to say, okay, we, we finally gave her the title, guys. You know? You happy now? Yeah. Now we're not going to book her at all and then give her a, a random match at WrestleMania. Um, yeah, I crazy. think Asuka really deserves And that's because Charlotte and Be- Becky has taken over both shows, like... I don't get if she's fighting for the Raw Women's Championship. Why is that bleeding on SmackDown? Why can't they? Yeah, they should have moved have, her over to Raw after WrestleMania. Why, I mean, after Royal Rumble. Why could? Why couldn't that women's division be focused on and dedicated to? If you know what you have with the Iconics and they're in the tag division, and you're you know you're going by the seat of your pants with them, you know you have something with them for the tag team. You take them out. Now you build a, a an, an adequate opponent for Oscar going into WrestleMania. Now, if you don't have the faith in the women over there on SmackDown, then maybe you need to reshift the power on the talent mm-hmm. of or, or the balance. You know they what I mean? Up guys, they should call you, up exactly. one woman. Exactly, you call them There's guys. There's a lot of talent in NXT, bruh. 
Shayna the fuck Baszler. And Asuka? At Bruh. WrestleMania? Imagine oh, if they brought her up. Man. After the, and gave Bianca the title. Imagine if they did that. Man, if Bianca would have won the title off of Shayna at the last takeover. Shayna's in the Royal Rumble. Shayna's in the Royal Rumble. Shayna gets caught up. Shayna goes to SmackDown. Shayna and Shayna and Asuka build up what? for Mania, Mania would have been fire. I mean, fuck, Asuka and Naomi build up would have been fire as when, as Naomi and Asuka yeah, yeah. were tag that been, And they have Naomi. And, they, and, they, and, and Naomi was like, hey, we're not in the tag division. Uh-huh. You got this title. A couple mm-hmm. many years ago, I was champion. I won this Royal yeah. Rumble. Never got my championship opportunity. Even though, yeah, I gave it to me on SmackDown. A bitch wasn't prepared. You feel <laughs> me? So, can I get my opportunity from the friend? And you can build a budding mm-hmm. rivalry. A, rivalry, you know, a friendly a rivalry. A friendly rivalry with two babies. Mm-hmm. Going into WrestleMania. I think now, that if you want to give Asuka a little bit of edge and be a little bit nasty with it, mm-hmm. a little bit higher hitting... Just and they only show showing like, that she still like she still got it. like you like yeah I'm a veteran here but come on y'all can yo. put two black people at the same time yeah nah, don't be can. scared <laughs> don't be scared nah you did it for us huh? and Oscar last oh, year you can you know? do it for two Japanese but you can't do it for two Nicanese hashtag Nicanese um, yeah, but you know it's true though. Like it's so like you're, you know, you're dead on. I really, I really believe they could they could book can, Naomi, book, yo, but they're Naomi fucking up Mandy Rose's ass. Naomi is our booking black right now. Spontaneous, spontaneous, just threw CT for a loop. He didn't know I was about to do this. Says Naomi. Came up. We were going to do Cedric Alexander, so Cedric will pinhole you. Yeah. We still might get to you. Shout right out to you show. and um, Buddy Murphy. You guys want a character flashlight? Yeah, no, 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 no. Tony Nese. I mean, my bad. Tony, Tony Nese. Tony I Nese. want to get it right. You guys had a crazy match on 205 Live. You guys go check it out. Yo, uh, and, Cedric, and they're killing it over there, yo, man. They kill, yo, and that was one of the best matches yo, I've seen in a while. Real life, though. I mean, since we're here, and I know we got a, we got an outline, which is good, so if we get too off track, we can go back to where we're going. But since we're here, let's just go. I really think that Cedric should shred the 205 shit and get bumped up. You did okay. it for Mustafa Ali. Uh-huh. You can build somebody that ha- that that can come up and you don't have to throw him like every yeah. other person and he's that t- you bring up. Yeah, I think he he's done his losses and stuff like that. He's but, done his work down yeah. there, you know, and he's been champion. He's had a great match with Buddy Murphy in, in, in Australia. He had a great match with um, Akira Tazawa last WrestleMania. I mean, I mean, sorry, no, Mustafa, no, Mustafa Ali, Ali. My bad. I'm getting all that's what I'm saying. Champions. Like that's what I'm saying. He had a great show with Mustafa, mm-hmm. and you seen something Mustafa to move him up. But the guy that won a championship from in the same thing that had the same showing. My thing is. If you're looking at Mustafa's work and saying, oh, he worked with Hideo Tommy, yeah. he worked with Buddy Murphy, he worked with Cedric Alexander, we're going to bring him up because we like him. Well, Cedric worked with all those same motherfucking people. I think his work is good. I think that they don't have a problem with his work. I think they have a problem with the character or if he, if he, if he has the ability to have a character. I think that Mustafa Ali just being a minority makes him a somewhat character that you recognize. Okay. So, so what, him, what char- character as, a, as we're booking Cedric Alexander? What will we what what we do with his character? How would you? How, I was I've been thinking about this for a long time, man. Uh huh. Um, 
I was thinking about this for a long time. But he would have to be some slick, slick a sla- like a slick assassin type, you know, like I can take you out at any time, kind of dude. If you want to get book him, book him right, because he is smaller on us on the size, but he would have to be booked as dangerous to some degree that he can beat these big guys, you know, that he can be a main eventer, that he can hold a title, he has to be booked as somewhat dangerous. He comes off too friendly. So as a man who's friendly, you can book him to lose, and he's just going to still be that good guy. It's cool. But eventually you want to see an edge, and I think he has that in the ring. His work is snug. His work is ill. But you got to book him in a way where he's a little bit braggadocious, like, yo, you don't sweat on me. Like, you know, just like, yo, don't, don't sleep on me. Like, I can take anybody out at any time. And I don't know how we can find that in him to bring that braggadocious side because he's. Well, I don't. I don't. I. Would, I'm not sure if they're giving him lines that are just poor because probably they don't really write well for two or five lines. They don't really probably show no love. Not so much that, and not for nothing. I would love to see Cedric just be a competitor. I don't want to see. I mean, no, no, I mean that's I, what you. I, that's I, what you do with Shelton. That's no, what you do with a lot of people. I mean, and, but I mean again. Look at Paulo. Look at Paulo. But no, no, no. You can't say that with Shelton because. Shelton got Shelton got run with the mic and Shelton had a character with the gold standard sure. because at some point in time they looked at that nigga and was like, yo, he's too fucking good. Yeah. Like we have to find something, something for him. Yeah. And it was like But yo, look at I, Apollo though. Apollo was the same thing. Okay, so I think Apollo is the pigeonhole of what you're saying with Cedric. So if WWE is a if WWE is a company that doesn't make the same mistake twice. They would look at Apollo and was like, okay, we can't bring up another smiling black guy. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, I won't give that character Yo, to Cedric. You know what I mean? Like, 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 like look at look at Loki right now. That that gimmick. Like, I'm like, that's what I'm thinking in my head. Not the same way. He would have to have his own style. But the reason why Loki was MLW champion is because Loki is fucking ill. And he can he can he can give you that vibe of like this nigga. Could but, kill you. But you know who you else? You know, even regardless of size. You know who else was dope to swerve? Absolutely, so, and 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 it's the confidence that I'm ill in the ring. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, I'm which he's gonna be great. You know he, I, mean? I think he's gonna be great next year. So I think with, I can't wait for him to make the So I think with Cedric, more than likely, I would like to position him more of of like, yo, I'm 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 not 205 pounds, man. Uh, you know, I I did this for a competition and I was pitching, like I dropped 20 pounds to be. I'm really 225. Mm-hmm. Uh, I can, you know what I mean. And Cedric, at would, he need, would he need to bulk up? Or he's already that no, size. I would, I would put some more muscle mass on him, and I would just be like, "Yo, like, I, I did the cruiserweight thing here. Mm-hmm. It's the United States Championship. It's an Intercontinental Championship. I want to get one of these because I know that's the stepping stone to mm-hmm. a WWE title. So I'm here to mm-hmm. compete. And we for know we've had great matches already. Exactly. So yeah. I think him coming up and be like, "Yo, I'm here for competition." I think that would get wrestling fans or non-people who don't know him interested in a baby face that just want to compete and compete fairly and, and, and have by, by good assassin matches. Side, I'm not saying he has to be assassin. No, here. I understand. No, I'm not no, saying he has to be a bad guy. Yeah, I'm just saying he has to just come off of like as like a threat. Yeah, and that's what I mean. Yeah. But, I mean, but Cedric, when he bulks up and put on muscle mass and, uh-huh, yeah. and, and wrestles competitive people, because again, you, Cedric is going against... Uh, you know, no no offense to Kira Tozawa, but like that's a niche wrestling 
Fan yeah, yeah, yeah. Where Cedric can get the rub off of. Yeah, because you know we mean? see like, what Mustafa's doing with people on the main exactly. roster. Exactly. Like, blown away. Exactly. So, Cedric, like, Cedric and Daniel Bryan will kill it. Cedric and Cedric a lot and of KO people. Would kill Cedric and KO, it. Cedric and yeah. Kofi, Cedric and anybody. They might Shinsuke. It'll be crazy. Bruh, Seth and Cedric Seth. and Cesaro. Fuck. Oh. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, just. Just giving him an opportunity to be like, yo, like I can hang. And so if I got to prove myself before I get an opportunity, that's cool. Send him at me because I can take anybody out. I got you. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Anybody in this ring can get it. And that is how you can even build him like AJ. AJ can be like, you can take who out? Yeah. And Cedric can be like, yo, no offense, but if you're in a way of me getting into it, I can take you out. Yeah. And that is how you can just make uh, a uh-huh. few, make something spark a match or something. And you just have to deliver it, like, yeah. And I know this like, is... as a matter of fact, like, yeah, I'm, I can just... Exactly. I can and I think Cedric has the talent to do so. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? I would love to see Cedric out of the... And that's my, that's my book in black. I would love to see Cedric shred the cruiserweight moniker or cruiserweight um, uh, 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 um, division. I would like him to be like a UFC guy. Like, yo, I'm moving up in weight. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Or a boxer, moving up in weight. And go and, and do his thing because I think he has the talent. Uh-huh. And I think once he's able to get on the main roster, then they will give him things that he can attach himself to. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, and, and I think that's... Great. I think that's a great, great book in black. I think that's what where they should go with Cedric, because I, I always say like we haven't seen that fire since uh, the the Kodobushi match, but we have seen it. It yeah. just hasn't been showcased the way it, it needed. It, it needs to be. Yeah. You know. So we give him more to more to work with. I think and put him in the main roster. Uh, give him a little swagger. You know, yeah, and not just a guy like Apollo because Apollo just a guy. I don't want it to happen again. Yeah, and Apollo doesn't need. And now switching to things like Apollo can switch to a bad guy now. Uh-huh. He's done a lot. He's been up since what 2016, 2017, yeah. I think. It's it's okay for him to go a little bit. Uh, you know, with a demeanor uh-huh. switch of like at least know, a tweener, like come on, something, like, yeah. yeah. Um, but my our uh, my impromptu book in black with Naomi is that I really do believe that Naomi could and should deserve uh, the spot that they're trying to give to Mandy Rose and Sonya Deville. Yeah, they're up Mandy Rose's ass right now. Um, that's not going to happen because they see money in, in Mandy. They're already getting their Naomi money. Naomi's selling glow shit, but. You know, so that's how they're looking at it. They want to start making a new, um, you know, merchandise seller, and they see that in Mandy. I would love to see. I would love to see in the superstar shakeup, Naomi go to Raw. Naomi that, go to Raw. Yeah, be, she needs. She needs to go to Raw. That honestly. would be my that because I want to see Naomi and Ronda see what that would look like. Naomi, Naomi. I mean, Ronda's gonna be. I think Ronda's gonna be gone for a little bit, but Naomi and Becky. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, we haven't really still got Naomi and Charlotte. Yeah, we haven't like, got like an angle with the that. angle with them. Like yeah. you know, Charlotte says she's superior mm-hmm. athletically, and Naomi's like, "Girl, please." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know, yeah. What I mean? that would be great booking mm-hmm. right there. You know what I mean? And, I, and, and fresh. And I just know? watched. We saw Charlotte say like that. Serena Williams was like her role model um, on Raw, which when she was had this like Women's History Month thing. Um, but her using that, like, yeah, I know you're trying to be like a new Serena Williams, but I, but you're just not as you're not you're not as good as Serena Williams, my 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 one of my idols. So it would be kind of kind of funny, you know. We like a line that I think that would be great 
for their angle. Now, if they had an angle, it would have to have some substance behind it. And that's why I only say that. Because you want to put substance and you don't want me to just be like, hey, I'm athletic, you're athletic, let's fight. It should be great. I mean, the athletic would be like, yo, Charlotte, you ducked me in SmackDown. I'm here on Raw. You got a championship. Uh, you know, you would build Naomi. I mean, Charlotte beat Naomi on SmackDown, didn't she? Uh, no, that fight got into a no DQ, I believe. Okay. Uh, I don't remember, that, but yeah, that, I thought I Charlotte. I don't think it was a clean finish. I, okay. I, I don't think it was a clean finish, and that that's why I say I'm clamoring for the feud. Okay. Because uh, we didn't, you know, if and even if they had a one off, like I mean, okay. I mean, okay. you know, like mm-hmm. you know, can we get it again, please? You know, SmackDown has gone a while where like they don't seem to capitalize on the talent that they have. Um, Naomi seems to be something that's like not so much going by the wayside, but can get lost in the shuffle when their focus is placed otherwere. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, so if you're gonna, t- you know, if if Naomi like, I don't think that Sasha will have the tag titles too long. Naomi and Sasha would be fire. Yeah, and their team bad history. And some they, type they, of superstar yeah. shakeup where you know Sasha may go to SmackDown or Bailey's. That was Bailey's first um, first match ever on SmackDown. Was it against Naomi? What, no. Oh, that first all oh, this week. Not yeah. This week. Yeah. She so, lost. You know what I mean? She's zero and one. She's zero one. On so Bailey and <laughs> knock Naomi, the fuck out in the outside ring. Just, just shake some stuff up, man. So. I would love to see Naomi. I would have loved to, if I was fantasy booking, I would have loved to have seen the two baby faces of Naomi and Asuka because it's way better than the super the the the, the matchup they're going to have prepared for her against whoever they have at WrestleMania. At right this now. point, honestly, I would be more satisfied with a Lacey Evans WrestleMania because it has because that get the. the I will be more satisfied with Lacey Evans WrestleMania than let me finish than whatever they have with the Fatal Four Way. Only because I would want to see a program with her and Naomi. I want to see a a storyline, and they only have two weeks to build this. What you want to see her more because I want to see the program. You 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 don't get where I'm going with this, bro. I don't want Lacey Evans anywhere. They're they're gonna book her, man. <laughs> Super fire, Lacey. I love you. It's tattooed on me, but uh, <laughs> I ain't with it. I and I ain't with you either, Steve Cutler. Super fire to you, my G. But I ain't with. I think it. Jackson Riker is the Marine. Uh, Are you both of them? I, don't know. I mean, <laughs> y'all confuse black guys. I confuse white guys. Let's call it even. Sure, <laughs> sure, it's true. <laughs> Uh, um, but yeah, yeah, you're right. Like Naomi, Oscar would be dope, and I. But um, I, we're not, I don't think we're gonna get it, man. I think we're gonna, we're gonna get either a multi woman well, match or Mandy Rose again. I'm I'm with a multi woman match. Give Oscar a multi woman match. Shayna drops the title. Mania. She comes up uh, SmackDown after Mania, and she takes the mantle for the four horse woman as Ronda takes her break, uh-huh. and she dominates the roster. And she has a and she has a vendetta down. because yeah. Ronda, you know, lost dropped the title. And so, I think that'll be dope. Yeah. I think that'll be dope. Yeah, um, yeah that that's women's division, man. That's I mean, uh, shout out to uh, the Iconics. For uh, beating uh, uh, the Balls and Hug connection mm-hmm. uh, on SmackDown. Um, yeah. Shout out to The Miz for actually having a really good promo, like mm. a face promo. I think people are actually impressed. I think the face promo was good. 
Um, however, I know you don't care about any of that because it's, it's the Miz and Shane. You know? Miz, I just want to give Shane, shout out bro. to the guy for doing good work, and a lot of people didn't think he had it in him. Uh, but I feel you. Um, it was a good promo. It, you know? it, it was a good promo. I it, it, it okay. It was a good promo. I respect Miz as a talker. We we were going to have a conversation on air, and I don't know how in depth we're going. No, to No, we can just say air, that I think Enzo is better talking than Miz, and you don't. I because that's it. I, <laughs> <laughs> I think Enzo Amore is a special talent when it comes to being on the mic, and I think him and The Rock have a similarities with with their humor on the mic, and that certain people can't go to, and and being it off the cuff. So, yeah. I'm not that Miz is not one of the most greatest talkers, because he is, but Enzo, I think, is a little bit higher. That's it. <laughs> We're going to put this on a post. Oh. So follow us, RW yeah. Podcast One. Uh, who's a better talker, in your opinion? Enzo Amore or The Miz? That's a good question. So uh, right, We'll put that, it up for a poll. Yeah. Um, so today's Wednesday. Obviously, we, we watched NXT. You're all jacked up over the Fatal Five. Oh, yeah. That was the NXT TakeOver. It was Ricochet versus Aleister Black versus Matt Riddle, my bro, versus uh, Velveteen Dream versus Adam Cole. Bay bay. Uh, and Adam Cole won the Fatal Four Way. So he will be facing Johnny Gargano at NXT TakeOver in a two out of three falls match for the vacant NXT Championship. Uh, that, that two out of three falls might be a spoiler for some of y'all because to me I didn't know it was because I don't think they announced that Triple H announced it. He said it was gonna be a match. He didn't say it was gonna be two out of three falls, but that's what's gonna happen at WrestleMania. I mean, at Takeover uh, Brooklyn, New York slash New York, whatever. I'm excited for it because we're gonna be there. Yeah, that's gonna, gonna be amazing. Be <laughs> Hashtag pull up season, my nigga. Uh-huh. We're gonna be at NXT Takeover. We're gonna be at Wild Mania. Mania. Uh, we might pull up to the ROH show at Madison Square Garden because tickets is like thirty dollars, you know. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> we'll see. You know what I mean? But we'll be around New York City weekend. Uh, I mean, New York City WrestleMania weekend. Uh, so hashtag pull up season. Um, I will be there to watch Adam Cole. Win the NXT Championship. Uh, Johnny. I'll be there to see Matt Riddle win the North American Championship from Velveteen Dream. I'll be there to see uh, um, Walter versus Pete Dunne Dunne and him take the UK Championship. I will be there to see Bianca Belair winning her Fatal 4 Championship. Don't spoil anything for me because if there's a match, I don't know where the tag team is going to happen. So please don't spoil it. I won't say the tag team. But that's the rest of the card. Yeah. And. Anything else? Yeah, no, but the NXT 5-way s- s- sequence at the end of the match, go check it out. I just want to show some love on that match because it was dope. It was dope. Uh, everybody worked their ass off. Matt, Ricochet, uh, Velveteen putting this fucking, like, he's a showman. <laughs> he's a fucking showman. Velveteen, where is that? We've been saying it from yo, the beginning of this from, podcast. Yo, Velveteen, that Velveteen is where it's at. He, he's going to And Velveteen, he's super... Yo. We stand with him, man. It's, and he's super young. Yeah. That's the thing about it. He's so young. Him and Leo Rush are both like 23, 24. Yo, I like the blunt for Velveteen Dream, and I like the blunt for Leo Rush. I like the blunt for all young niggas that's in wrestling right now mm-hmm. that's going to do it day way. 
They obviously got to be in the confines of what WWE allows them to be. Mm-hmm. But for young niggas to do their way, and they going to get that bread. Word. Velveteen getting that fucking paper. He cashing out. Leo Rush, the almighty, getting that fucking paper right now. So shout out to the young niggas that's taking the mantle. Uh, ACH is down in uh, NXT. Shane's mm-hmm. going to make shit ton of money. Ricochet's gonna well, yeah. you know, it's kind of our age. He's thirty, shout but still, to the street profits, the street profits. They're gonna make a shit ton. Of, yo, shout out to all the young niggas out there. Stokely Hathaway. Oh my god, shout out to Stokely. Yo, bringing managers back. Yeah, you for real. Bringing managers back. Yo, so everybody in our demo right now. You know what I mean? Like uh, that, that, that twenty-one to thirty-five mm-hmm. demo. Yo, we cashing out. WWE got a billion bucks, my nigga, <laughs> and, and 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 we need some of that. <laughs> yes, we do. Yes, we do. You know what I mean? So, um, uh, uh, speaking of uh, business and logic, because you know, segue. Um, <laughs> um WWE is getting rid of Titan Towers, man. Um, yeah, they're getting rid of Titan Towers. They're still in Stanford. Legendary, yeah, they're still in Stanford, but the legendary Titan Towers. Vignettes and uh, legendary contracts and the warehouse and everything is they're gonna get they're gonna get rid of that man. Oh well, hey, so you gotta move on. They're 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 bigger than Titan Towers, man. That's crazy, but they're a big company and they need a bigger bigger spot when they get that much bread from Fox, Bruh. like and USA, Bruh. they gotta move, gotta move. They got. They got to hire more they staff. Another, they need another building to put the money in. <laughs> <laughs> this is like I want the thirty fifth floor filled with hundreds. Wait until you see the new Titan Towers. What, bro? What if they just make a room with the wallpaper of money? Uh, I'm be corny. <laughs> Let's be honest. I'm be real corny, but uh, hey, that'd be some. <laughs> you real like it? I love it, nigga. Shit, you know what I mean? A wallpaper with money—that's a terrible idea. <laughs> Just like how many hundreds needs to be up there? A hundred thousand? All right, that's a million out of a billion. Put it up. <laughs> Is money on the wall? Money on the motherfucking wall. Just cause. Can you imagine Vince saying that? God damn it, I got money on the wall. So you got to cut all those promos in that room. I can be a goddamn rapper. (laughs) (laughs) Tatiana, Tatiana. Toot that thing up. Yeah, just toot that thing up, Tatiana. 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 Not even Tatiana. You're going to be Tatiana. Tatiana. Call her by her real name, nigga. Tatiana. Tatiana. (laughs) What's that, Tatiana? Back that thing up, Tatiana. Oh, man. Um, outside of that, um, Cody put trademarks in uh, for Bachelor at the Beach and oh, some word. people, um, and some um, Halloween Havoc and stuff like that. Don't you we don't own that? No. That's um, crazy. And, and Cody was just like, he is nothing, you know, right now for AEW. He just want to get some of his dad's stuff back. You know what okay, I mean? Like, okay. That's sentimental to him. Like, it's going to be an AEW. I mean, but eventually. I mean, it, it eventually, but I can, I really do appreciate, that's G. Like, yeah, no, that's, that's, that's real G. That's, I appreciate that. You know what I mean? Like, that's, that's real a G. real, Cody, that's a Cody's, nigga, Cody's like, a real one. Bro. Man, and, and I just, I, I know I talk about Cody, but I just respect him. Yeah. As a businessman, yeah, I really respect him, and he comes from a real place. Like, yeah, he's doing what I want to do. Like, my dad passed away, and it inspired me to like be somebody and do things. And to see him do it, 
and see it come to fruition, man. I'm I'm happy for him because I can I can connect with that and step out on a limb to do yeah. it. You know what I mean? Like for him to step out on the limb, mm-hmm. out of the comfortability and out of the security, and for him to yeah. be able to be like, you take know the what? chance, exactly. It's brave. It, it's brave, and following in your father's footsteps um, is 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 very honorable. Yeah. Um, and to do it in a cynical business like wrestling mm-hmm. um, is very big for him. So, congratulations to him. Um, Anything else relatively uh, for business and logic? Uh, Nothing else for business and logic. I think that, uh, you know, shout out to AEW, shout out to WWE. You guys are making bread and making the business a bigger place for um, us to make money off a of podcast. Shout out to MLW. So, uh, it's just, shout uh, out to Impact. Shout out to all you guys. It's just, uh, we love the wrestling culture. Uh, we're all going to be promoting it. Uh, so look us up on RW Podcast on Twitter. Once again, uh, our, our you know, wrestling podcast. On Instagram, on Make Facebook. Make sure you guys go vote, please. Go, go vote. vote. Um, and I, Batista's promo was trash. And that's the only thing I still want to say on this podcast. Batista's promo was trash. Yeah, uh, yeah we can definitely, uh, definitely agree upon that, yeah. my G. Uh, I don't get, um, I don't get that storyline. Yo, I mean, we even got to get into a whole conversation about it. We all know it was trash. Like you said, Batista did ha- like having should have higher motivations. Yeah, Batista really And he didn't explain himself. He didn't, he didn't did not Batista explain. So I just don't like the guy. Like, bro, my my thing is again, this is another one of those matches that's like, okay, it's there, let me see it. Mm-hmm. Batista, your last match ever that you said you want is gonna be with Triple H. Now You've beat the dog shit out of Triple H before. You guys have had blood baths. You guys have had championship matches. You guys then had it all. And now this is the culmination of your career? And then you give us a homoerotic promo last week <laughs> of give it to me. Yeah. <laughs> give it to me. Give me what yeah. I want. Give me what I want. <laughs> give me what I want, Triple H. You want it. You want it. Oh, you want it. Yeah. Oh, you want it right there. It made me feel yeah, uncomfortable. Give it to me. Give me what I want. Oh, you want it. It's one of those moments in wrestling where you're you ashamed. You got it. Ah. You're ashamed that you're watching it. I'm sitting here with my girlfriend, and I got to explain to her why I watch this bullshit. No. Oh God! It just guys, you make me look bad so many times. And then Batista, so many times every week. Batista goes to HGTV and gets one of the interior designers to decorate an office <laughs> and sits in one of the tightest of jackets. His jacket probably more expensive than anything that I possibly currently own, which is okay. But it's what you still, should be wearing. It's still tacky as fuck. It's supposed to be tacky. I mean, god damn. He's, he's, a, he's, he's a, a heel. He's trying to get on people's skin. That's what he's supposed to do. Um, Congratulations. The bro. image was fine. I had no problem with that. It's just the promo was black as hell. Well, promo yeah, the, the promos is whack. The pro, like, there's nothing that they're doing right now that's getting me excited um, for this match at WrestleMania. So... Gotta do better than that. It's lazy. I, yeah, it, I just want to say Batista and Triple H. Um, 
you guys could do better. You could have. It, 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 really it started could've. out really good with that attack, but it doesn't make any sense now. <coughs> and Charlie, what the fuck, yo? You have nothing to say? Your dad almost got Your killed. Your dad's in a hospital right now, realistically. Like, oh. real life. And, like, you still yeah, have Yeah, Rick Flair, if you guys haven't heard, um, let's uh, pray for him because he's in the hospital. His intestines burst. And uh, just hope you feel better. I mean, I'm not Get sure how he can just, like, uh, you know, he's probably... Was oh, that Baptista's fault? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. But, uh... Yeah. Man, we do, are we going to end the show That's with Batista? It. I don't know why we're ending it with Batista, but I just was going to say it. What is blind? I didn't no, want to have no, a whole conversation. No, 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 I want to say that one line and then end the show. Bro, we can't do that. Okay, something else got to end the show, All right, man. let's talk about... Uh, shit. Young Bucks won tag team titles in Triple H, nigga. Shout out to the Young Bucks winning gold again. Uh, go vote on Twitter yeah. on our Women's History Month tournament. Word. Go vote on uh, Instagram for Women's History Tournament. Uh, voting ends Friday at, tw- at 12 p.m. Eastern. 12 a.m. 12 a.m. Um, yeah, 12, midnight. 12 a.m., my bad. And with that said, we out. That's it. Yeah, we yeah, appreciate you guys for listening. Yo. Follow us again. Thank you. Uh, yes, thank you guys for listening. Yo, shout out Ireland. Um, we got like 56... Listens over the past 24 hours in Ireland, so whoever's out there listening in Dublin, thank you. we definitely appreciate it. I wish it. I knew how to say thank you in Irish, but I don't. Um, maybe so. maybe because my last name is McLean, and that's an Irish last name, so y'all just fuck with me because y'all think I'm white, so we're just going <laughs> to roll with it. You feel me? Hey, we'll take it. We'll take it. <laughs> um, but yo, appreciate you guys for listening. Uh, we are about to call it a night, and uh, peace. Peace out. Two kinds of bacon and all kinds of delicious. Say hello to Donato's new Bacon Duo pizzas. Two pizzas, each with two kinds of bacon. Try the new Pepperoni Bacon Duo with pepperoni, Canadian bacon, and hardwood smoked bacon. And the Chipotle Bacon Duo with Canadian bacon and Chipotle seasoned bacon. Now get $2 off a large Bacon Duo or any large pizza. Use promo code 2. Donato's. Every piece is important. Donato's just didn't add bacon to their pizzas. They added bacon to their bacon. Canadian bacon and hardwood smoked bacon. Or Canadian bacon and Chipotle seasoned bacon. Get $2 off a large bacon duo or any large pizza. Use promo code 2. Donato's. Every piece is important.